Welcome back to the Foamy and Buckets podcast. Hello. We need some we need some sound effects. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Episode 96, back up in this thing. Did I just hear a whistle or something? It sounded like your phone. It's definitely not my phone. My you phone sure? is my phone is here in my hand. It sounded like the notification where it goes wait wait. Really? That's what it sounded like to me. Interesting. The fantasy football uh, notification. Is that okay. what that is? I think it might be. So episode 96, back up in here, man. It feels good. It feels good to be back behind the microphone. If you're tuning in right now. Back in the saddle. Back in the saddle, so to speak. Yeah. Rate, review, start the clock, sir. There you go. It's official. Rate and review the podcast. Yeah, please. Pretty be, please. Be a mensch. Hit us with the five stars. Be a stand-up guy. Buckets is-, is Or get, girl. Be bu- a stand-up person. Buckets has got stuff in his teeth. I don't know what you're eating here. I don't know where you got it from. I was but, eating half a granola bar. Okay, so Buckets is trying to get some sustenance, some nourishment for this verbal beating that I'm about to I, I don't think bestow you upon him. We're on a team. No, 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 no. No, we're on a team. We're not battling each no, other. No, this is Foamy versus Buckets. No, no. This is- And, and. This is- Utter domination. Okay, we've gone in a different direction. Rate. That, wow. Rate and uh, review. Okay, wow. Taking my spot there. Yeah. Taking my part there. But um, yes, please do that. Also, if you are not familiar, patreon.com forward slash Mr. Former Simpson. We do have a, pa- a Patreon page, which is it's my favorite thing right now. Yeah, it's very dope. It's my favorite thing. We're, we're, we're building something that, that feels like it matters, and it's a group ting and a family ting, and I love it. So, um, yes, and on that note, every week we like to give some official shout-outs, some greetings and salutations to the new Wolfpack members. Yes. So with that said, first up is Lador Itzhari. Yeah. Okay, hope I pronounced that correctly. I think you did. Lador it's Hari. Yeah, it's Hari. Man, I like it. That sounds like someone who has all kinds of very skillful, very masterful. Um, they're good with a sword. I was going to say survival skills, just in general. Survival skills. Okay, naked and afraid. Yeah. You go on there, they're blurring things out, but you meet the person and you're like, listen, you get the wieners out. The wieners boob, out. The sun's boob, out, guns out. The, the Sun's <laughs> out, buns out. The boobs are out. And yeah. it's just it's it's a it's an interesting premise. What rhymes with boobs? Boobs, noobs. Noobs out, boobs out. Okay. That's an interesting, interesting way to go. Because of noobs in the wilderness. Shouts to Jan Castro. Yes. Shouts to Jan. Welcome to the pack. Yeah. Welcome to the squad. Shouts to Adam Woodall. Woodall. Again. That's a PG right there. Woodall. Woodall was a player for Pitt, right? Pitt. Yeah. University of Pitt. Yep. So uh welcome. Yes. It's not uh Adam wasn't Adam Woodall. I don't want to say it was Trayvon Woodall. That, it started I was gonna say Trevor just off the top of my head, but I, I, I want to say Trayvon. Okay. You can fact check it if you want. I'm not gonna. Shouts to Ethan Hahn. Hahn. Yeah. I like it. Yes. I like it a lot. Welcome aboard, brother. Shouts to Ricardo. Bersiaga. Bersiaga, very fancy. Not to be confused with Balenciaga. Bersiaga. Bersiaga, even better, even better. Shouts to Greg Smith. Greg has been a longtime supporter 
and uh, but a new member of the Wolfpack. So uh, happy to have him on the team and shouts to him for sure. Wonderful. And last but not least, a one Ronald Davis. Ronald. So shouts to Ron Davis because we actually hung out with Ron. Yeah. It's funny how small the world is, and we talk about the gift and the curse of the internet all the time. We obviously love it. The, the The gift for us is that we're able to work together and and do what we love because of it. Yes. You know, obviously the downside is there's some negativity, uh, not in re- regards to us, but just, just out there. Yeah, just a lot of negative content out there. But um, Ron, we met. Out in Iowa. Yeah. Des Moines. Of all places. So this is when you and I were playing three on three and there was a pro tournament out there and and, and we flew out there to uh, partake and- In said tournament. In said tournament. And so we linked up with Ron and uh, he showed us around uh, Des Moines a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Downtown Des Moines. I always want to say Des Moines. Des Moines. You know, the S's. You can't just make both of them silent. I don't know. It's it's weird. But- Well, it's like Illinois, but it's like actually Illinois- Illinois, Illinois. Yeah, but it, it's the fact that there's two of them that throws me off. Either way, uh, shouts to Ron and shouts to everyone who continues to rock with us, man. It, it really has been such a blessing. And like I said, this podcast is one of our favorite things at this point. Absolutely. I, I actually- I, I look admit- forward to just, just dropping knowledge on you all week. Oh, wow. So it's back to the verses. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just all, it's all I dream about. I'm Rick Just Ross. Just beating your ass. I'm Rick Ross. You're two chains. Let, let, I'll let that sink in. All right. If you know, you know. Okay. Uh, what has the verses? Yeah, exactly. Who and Rick Ross won, obviously. Exactly. So you, you get it. He's Ricky Ross. Ricky Ross. Balls. I, you know, I, I'm gonna not, sauce. I, I don't want to go on on all a, the pigs with all the pigs. Can I have a lot of pigs in all the. To me, that's like a thing that's funny. You could do that every day for 100 days in a row, and I would laugh every time. It's timeless. What I was going to say, and I I don't want to jump into a whole music rabbit hole, but I will say we've been talking a lot recently about top five rappers, top 10 albums, this and that. It's a mainstay in the topic uh, list definitely, and you know, I, I love music. I, I don't know where I'd be without music, music and sports. That's that. That's what I love. But I think there are albums, and let me know if you agree or disagree. But certain albums are kind of almost the timeline to your life, to your life, yeah. And they almost narrate your life, not in necessarily what's being said, like the actual literal lyrics, yeah. yeah. But just in the album, you know? The soundtrack to my life, I call that. Yeah, kind of, you know? And one of the albums for me is the Port of Miami Rick Ross album. Yeah, so that's like his first album, I believe. That was his first album. And I remember when that came out, just his his voice and the sound of it. Yeah, it was awesome. And, you know, I was playing basketball and and all of us were listening it together and on road trips and, and all this stuff. So it's... When he had the verses against Two Chains, it kind of took me back to that, and I started thinking about man. And I think it would be we won't do it right now, but I think it would be cool to do on an upcoming episode if you and I both because some of there'd be some overlap with us, yeah. obviously growing up together, but we'd have some different albums too. For sure, I think it would be fun to take like a top ten 
but with that being the criteria. Like that's the timeline. Like kind of the timeline of your life, like take you through from your first rap album that you ever really remember like playing over and well, over and it again. it doesn't even have to be rap, it's just music. For sure. For me, it would be all rap. For me, it was- As be- far as an album goes. Well, for me, what I'll say is I was very early on in my music consumption life, it was all albums because that's how you consumed music. Right. It wasn't streaming. It wasn't these- So you couldn't just listen to one song and be like, ah, no, 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 now I want to hear this other guy. Like, yeah, then you had to take the- Like, if you wanted yeah. to do that, you had to have a whole bunch of CDs and you had to take the CDs out. Then there was like mixtapes and then you could make your own mixtapes. You could burn CDs, et cetera, was, et cetera. Was the, the, the CD era was a really good era for music. And one of the reasons is just what you said. You know, like it was, I can remember going to the Virgin Megastore in Times Square, right? It was this this huge musical library. I mean, that was like a spectacle of music. And and it was, there was like, it was like three stories and yeah. you would go downstairs on the escalator yeah. and, you know, you and I went there together yeah. and you'd buy the CD. You know, I can remember buying when we went Nelly's there, CD, Country yeah. Grammar. When we went there, we bought together. Like the, I mean, we went there probably several times together, right. but the time that I specifically remember, we bought uh, an Onyx album. You know, I mean, those those were the good old days, man. You you know, you go young kids, you know, you save up money, you get the album, and then to your point, it's not like Apple Music, or it's not like Spotify, where you just have a, a well, curated no, playlist. Yeah, no, there was no playlist. You jump around. You put. You got that album. You put that CD in your CD player and just let that thing play yeah. all week. You know. So you, you know it was awesome. We never had one, but a six CD changer. You remember, oh yeah. Remember how cool that was? Oh yeah. And that was the wave in the new cars. I remember like I got into like a Pathfinder, like an Eddie, ba- like so one of my friend's parents had like an Eddie Bauer Pathfinder or something. I think Eddie Bauer was the Explorer. Ford Explorer. Anyway, Not I, the I got yeah. into like a new SUV. I was like, "Wow, this is the best thing ever!" Living and they life. had a and they had a six CD changer in the car. And I remember I was like, "This is the pinnacle of uh, accomplishment." That's life. That's the American dream, right there. Is the six CD changer? Oh my, I love it. The uh, the good old days. But man, yeah, that was you know you pull up in the you know it's the year is nineteen ninety nine. You pull up in the Acura Legend. Well, we weren't driving back yeah. then, but still, it, uh, definitely, definitely good times. It was just a, you know a little uh, thought that I had about music. I, so I'm going to go back. Very, I don't want to talk too much no, more about music. Hey, 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 hey I'm here. done. I'm done here. I'm done talking here. You no, got a more, a, I'm just going to say the lyric that best embodies Rick Ross to me, okay. completely separate okay. kind of sidetrack here, is uh, that he knows – Pablo, Pablo Noriega, the real Noriega, he owes me a hundred favors or something along those lines. I remember yeah. when I heard that, I was like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Every damn hustling. Yeah. Man. Port of Miami, uh, incredible album for me personally. I don't know where it like ranks yeah. amongst the hip hop historians and whatever and all no, that no, stuff. But I'm just saying in my life, it was it was a dope time. In its time, it was in its time. Okay. Wise words from a wise man. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about something that I'm a little uh, PO'd. Oh, okay. I'm a little PO'd about, okay? And it's not you ruining my transition. That, <laughs> that I've gotten used to. <laughs> oh, man, it's, I love it. It's the fact that there are new Instagram fonts. Yeah. And where the fuck are mine? You don't have them. I don't, what's going on? I think you get the updates. It, it, they, sh- they put them out. 
It's bullshit. They put them out the in waves. No, no, no. They put them out in waves. It makes everything look nicer. Everything I, look classy. No, it's everything. Like, I disagree. I don't think that the fonts are that good. It, it's the fact that they're new and they're a little bit cleaner. Mm. It's I like the de- typewriter font. It's definitely, yeah, but that's not a classy look. That's maybe a timeless look, but I'm trying to. You're trying to class it up. I'm trying to class it up a little bit. You know, I want to. I want to get very Grey Poupon ish. Yeah, okay. On my Instagram story. So, yeah, Grey Poupon, Evian, six disc CD changer. Yeah, okay, I was going a different direction. Yeah, you're going a different a different way. I, I, I'm I'm painting the American dream. Okay. okay, and and you're over here ruining it. But no, I was Instagram is also ruining it because they don't. They're hating on you. Instagram's hating on you. They're, they're hating on me. No new fonts. All right. I didn't get the voice tweet thing on Twitter. I never had the capability to do that. Is that gone now? Was that why, like a why limited are time? they hating on me? Number one. Number two. Uh, it's it, it's time for the verification. You I, want I the verification? I, you know, it's something as you know. It's something that I've never really cared about. You and I both. We don't put too much. And there's been fake accounts of you. And I think that's. Isn't that the whole point of verification? So someone, oh, if they're searching. Of, yeah, it's one of the criteria. They know, I, I believe that I read, maybe this was early on, that that was the reason for verification. For sure. Is that so when someone searched, they would know who the real one was. Yeah. Now, I know I'm not Denzel Washington. I'm Foamzel Washington. So yeah. I get it that it's a little bit different. And I'm not even acting like a celebrity because I know I'm not one. But I will say that, it makes it difficult when you have somebody changing one letter in your name, but it still looks the same. Well, if there's an I in your name, anybody can fake it because they just put an L. Exactly. Because an uppercase I and a lowercase L are exactly the same exactly. on a computer. Which is what happened to me. And that's why you want the fonts also, because with the font change, you got to distinguish it. Yeah. Differentiation. That's what it's all about. If you're on so, a typewriter, uppercase I, lowercase L, they look totally different. Who do I got to talk to about this? Is it Zuckerberger? <laughs> who, who who do I got to uh, Zuckerberg? Is it who who is it? I mean, he's, uh, I I mean just, he, perfect example. Money ain't everything, and Zuckerberger he he's the he's an example. He's the example. He's the pinnacle of that. Yeah, he is the pinnacle. I saw a picture of him. Dude looks like a corpse. Is no? He had white paint on his face though. He had suntan lotion. You don't yeah. want he was surfing? No. No, he was sitting in a business meeting. Okay. <laughs> I saw a picture of him surfing, and I was like, what the hell is this guy doing? What he is had on white, his face? He, he had sunscreen, but he had the physical blocker. He had the zinc on, so it's just it doesn't absorb into the skin. It's He's just, a prolific sunburner the way you are. Yeah, yeah. But he, wow. but he was prepared for it. With the zinc. He's a more prolific sunburner. I mean, he's I mean, like... He's more prolific sunburner and more prolific preparer. I feel like he's got the skin of like like a 390 year old vampire yeah he kind of has that bill compton hue yeah <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> you wake up sucky no sucky no i forbade, I forbade you. you you know something about that show had it had all the fixings it had all the all the it, it could have been great it could it was a like a great recipe for like a pretty good and by that i mean a mediocre show but that you watch that you enjoy and it was ruined by like the third season. It was just sucked. There was just something. It was, it was, they needed to show more Eric Northman. Eric Northman was definitely the wave. Bill Compton, not so much. No, no, S- Sucktown. 
it was definitely Sucktown's an interesting way to describe it. But <laughs> I okay. mean, no, no, Bill Compton was Sucktown. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a Bill Compton fan. Um, Sucky doll. I will obey yeah. you. Okay, we, we, we got to move on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if for any of the people that understand that, shouts to you. A little sports talk, real quick. Okay. Okay. Speaking of Eric Northman, he was like six four, dude. And I, I think that was one of the reasons why I respected him a little bit more than uh, Bill Compton. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Bill Compton. I just, I, mean, I, I didn't like his sideburns. That's what it was. It wasn't the height. It was a sideburns. No problem with the height. It was yeah. the burns. That's man. what it was. It was the mutton chops. Yeah. You know, he was like. He was like early 1800s. Yeah, like, I don't really know what he was doing. Yeah, he's like, dude, like he came over on a, on a, on a like a, a British vessel. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, mean, I don't get know what with was the going times. on. Get with the times, Bill. Yeah, he, he had to go with the late 90s. You know, you're in the Acura Legend. You have the six disc CD changer. Yeah. You have the Glizzy with the gray poupon yeah. on it. Okay. <laughs> In the left hand. Yeah. Glizzy in the left. <laughs> Glizzy. <laughs> Wood grain on the right. Okay. The, speaking of fixings, the okay. best fixing, Grey Poupon. Okay. You, you just really took me out of my element there. <laughs> I'm like, What's in the right hand? I, I'm painting a picture. The right What's, hand, you're, you're steering the car. Oh, okay. You're not uh, hands free. You've got the Glizzy in the left. <laughs> and <laughs> what I'm doing is I, I'm taking the listener. L- let me let me show you how you do this. Yeah, yeah okay? painting a picture. Pablo I, Picasso. I'm taking the listener back to that time, that moment. And I was going to say, you would have the sideburns that circled and came to a point. Yeah. That was how you got your haircut back then. You Very got, important. You got the low fade. You had the low Caesar boy. And that's how the barber would do your sideburns. Yeah, pointed. And they, and they came down to those long ice picks. Yeah. And uh, very important for me. Very, very important. Uh, a staple haircut. I, I probably rode that a little too long. In I rode life. it just the right amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, they're a long shot. They're way better. Way, way, way better. Squared off, I'm not into it. Squared off, I'm not into it, but they're way better than the mutton chop. That's what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. Do you remember- I'm taking the, shots at Bill Compton. Uh, okay. Do you remember in the early 90s when they would just go from above the ear- straight across yeah i call that the lenny dykstra it was <laughs> that was the best thing ever <laughs> that was and, terrible and usually they had a mullet off that no it was terrible and it was i want to say a lot of guys had that but uh, l- let me rephrase that white dudes yeah a lot of white dudes i mean i call that the no burn black dudes way cooler w- yeah way 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 cooler i mean you look at the black hairstyles in that time wonderful so fucking cool yeah you had the Gumby. You had these different flat tops. You had the the parts shaved in and all different types of fades and way, way cooler. White dudes, fucking mullets and, and, and chopped off sideburns. Yeah. I mean, cool. I, I'm a huge fan of that. A.K.A. the Lenny Dykstra. The Lenny Dykstra. So, the, uh, okay. I don't know what I was going to say. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> I, tried um, to, uh, I, tried, I tried to do something. Uh, Bueller. <laughs> I tried to do something that didn't work. Okay. Moving w- on. Would you say you're getting dominated currently? No, no, I've said some great things. Speaking of I've dom- said no burns. Speaking <laughs> of domination. Okay. I said Let's- no burns and I said pinnacle of uh success. Okay, okay. That Eddie Bauer. No, I'm, I'm dropping and, Ed, yeah. and Eddie Bauer Pathfinder. Okay. I'm dropping gems, kid. Where do they make those at? I'm dropping gems. Let's let's dive into some bubble talk. Okay. All right. We waited a long time for sports to come back. I'm damn happy that the bubble is successful because we get NBA basketball. So this will probably be a weekly segment until the season is over. Bubble talk. That bubble talk. 
All right? Cloth talk, bubble talk. Bubble talk. Bubble talk greater than. So number one, <laughs> last night you and I watched the Kuzma buzzer beater. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. The Kuz. He said then this morning, or maybe it was yesterday, I can't remember, but I think it was this morning that he said that he would even shoot it if Jesus was guarding him. Yes, okay. I saw that. <laughs> I mean, Jesus would lock his ass up. Let's be honest. Jesus will block the dog shit out of you, Kuz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't scoring on Jesus, but I, I respect the confidence. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Also, did you see that because he's wearing the J. Coles, which I talked about last episode? Yep. And he was like, hey, Tell Jermaine, Jermaine Cole. Have you seen that skit? I have not, but, okay. but tell, tell us what you want he to tell us. He said that those are the ones because he was wearing the all red RS Dreamers. Okay. All right. And they gave him good luck. J. Cole to the Lakers. Who knows? Never will happen. Yeah. He'll lock up Kawhi. Come on. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Unbelievable. <laughs> shouts, to, uh, shouts to my friend Combo, Combo's Court. He has a hoops-related podcast, and him and I go way back uh, to kids in New York City and, and playing basketball together. And I was on his podcast recently. I actually don't know if it's uh, aired yet, but him and I deep-dived the J. Cole to the NBA timeline. Type, yes. Well, not the timeline, but the, the, the legitimacy of it. Yeah, the trajectory. Yeah, the, basically, to quote a very wise man, the late, great Bishop Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle. Hell to the nah. To the nah, nah, nah. Hell nah. Yeah. Hell ain't going to nah. happen. So Kuzma hit the game winner. The Suns are undefeated. Yeah. They have not taken a loss. Unbelievable. Devin Booker is playing out of his mind. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He's hitting shots from half court. He's picking up loose balls and just chucking them into the basket. I could see smells. I could hear colors. I was on a lot of LSD. Yes, word to ASAP Rocky. Yeah, a lot of spit in my mouth. He's got to he's got to wipe the corners of his mouth. Bill Walton. Bill Walton. Yeah, he's got Bill he's, Compton. You're out. Bill Walton. You're in. You're in. You're in the game. You're on the team. Yeah. So put me in, coach. Um, Devin, Devin, Booker. Devin Booker's playing out of his yeah, mind. Yeah, he's killing. The dude is unbelievable. He had the game winner where he he dribble drives, stops on a dime, spins back, gets free from Kawhi. Paul George is closing out, contesting really hard. Boom. Turnaround, fade away. He almost like double pumped it too, kind of like a little bit of like a, a, little, uh, a yeah. little hang. Okay, so uh, Buckets is here for the double pump. Yeah. All right. Adding points yeah. to the uh, to the score yes. for style. And I mean, the, a double pump jump shot, one of the hardest things in the world to make. Very difficult. Very difficult. And he drilled it. But the Suns being undefeated, it's kind of weird about the bubble because the Lakers have looked pretty bad. All the Clippers haven't looked very good either. Yeah. And going in, those were kind of the two strongest teams, right? And the teams that have looked really good are the Suns, who have been the best team in the bubble. Yeah. The Nets looked really good. They beat the Clippers. I think they might have they beat another good team. They might have beat the Clippers twice. I it's it's a weird 360. Yeah. The Pelicans, who were supposed to make the playoffs, are now out of the playoffs. Yeah, they're out. They look terrible. Yeah. They weren't playing Zion. I don't know what they had going on. TJ Warren is going ape shit. He dropped a 50 clip. But the real thing that I want to talk about is the beef of the week. All okay. Right. We got to talk Within about the, the bubble. beefs. The beefs in the bubble. Yeah. Okay. The bubble beefs. Okay. And the bubble beef is Dame Lillard. So Patrick Beverly and Paul George both 
members of the Clippers, they were kind of making fun of Dame because he missed a couple crucial free throws and then missed a three down the stretch. And you know his whole uh, thing is Dame time where he comes up clutch down the stretch. So, and which he's proven a million times, in my opinion, very clutch. It's it's funny to say this because he's an all star and whatever, but he's underrated. I think he might be the most underrated star in the league. Yeah, I mean, I like, can see that. He's like very underrated. I mean, he he wasn't even like an all star until like two years ago, and and in and on that one, he got in on like an injury reserve type thing. He has nobody to work with on the level of these other stars. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking shots at at Portland. They have some nice pieces. C.J. McCollum is a bad man in his own right, but they don't have a big two, much less a big three. Yeah. You know, C.J. is really good, but him and Dame are both undersized guards, and so that makes things difficult, especially come playoff time. Yeah, uh, Nurkic is pretty good. They they, got got Melo, who's playing pretty well. But, I mean, first of all, to all the – mellow haters out there eat my shorts eat my shorts because go suck an egg shitted on him for two seasons meanwhile he should be in the top 10 scoring leaders of all time in the nba but they took that time and those games away from him on some dumb shit and i'm upset about it but mellow's playing well they have some pieces but dame has been loyal to portland he stayed there with much less to work with than other stars and he's just a bad man so he came off of the game where he kind of faltered down the home stretch and they were making fun of him and dame responded with a 51 clip yeah a 50 piece and i did think it was interesting that paul george is a great player yeah no shots at paul george really good two-way player uh one of the best but do you know he's never scored over 50 and Dame has scored over 50 10 times. 10 times. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just saying, I don't know that there's a whole lot of a leg to stand on for him to make fun of Dame, much less Pat Beverly. So, yeah. We'll, well, and the we'll other thing is, that. The, very quickly, the other thing is, I don't know if Paul George has like, he might have one or two game winners in his career, but kind of like infamously doesn't hit game winners like buzzer beaters. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I'd have to look at the numbers and stuff like that, but he definitely hasn't won the games that mattered, you know, and now he may this year, you know, but that's, I mean, he's got Kawhi. Yeah. So he's like the one B, you know, so it's a little bit different when you're not the one A, but anyway, it is what it is. Now I I do want to get back to some NBA talk, but we'll circle back to it because last episode we were going to do a little bit of a deep dive on the different eras and, and who were the best five from each era and how they would hold up against each other, et cetera, et cetera. But um, let's talk about what you're watching because I know what I'm watching, but I want to hear, is it still strictly the wire? Yeah, I'm only watching the wire. So I'm you're on, on season four. I'm still on the wire, so you're catching up. Yeah, so you slowed down a little bit. Though. I slowed down a little bit because I started watching Breaking Bad again. Okay. I forgot how much I hate his wife. Yeah. Skyler. I, I have not forgot that. That's the only thing that stayed with me. Yeah. Is that hatred. I hold on to that hatred. And I, I want to say another thing, too, you know, without spoiling anything. But if you haven't seen Breaking Bad at this point, it's kind of like shame on you. Yeah. But it was... The one thing that I can say that actually doesn't spoil anything, but it's a gripe. The, okay. The, the Instagram fonts is a gripe. Yeah, PO'd. His underwear. Yeah. His underwear is a bad look. Hey. It's just a bad look. I, I, I want to I say, listen, like you said with Bill Compton's mutton chops, 
You have to move with the times. Yeah. The tidy whitey underwears, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. You got to go boxer briefs. I'm you, a big boxer brief you guy. You can't go boxers. Boxers is no good. Boxers is, you know, you just got out of the slam. There's not enough support there. There's not, That's what I'm going to say. There's not enough support. You know, you're just, the glizzy's all over the place. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. You got to go. <laughs> boxer you got, briefs. You got to go with the boxer briefs because it's the best of both worlds. I agree. The tidy whiteys, you're just, you're just getting jammed up there. And then for Walt, it, it almost looks like he's walking around with a diaper on. He, you know, he's, he's just got a diaper butt. He just, he's got to do some squats. He's got to tighten up the glutes for sure. And at the very least, he has to go get some some briefs. Okay. So that's my uh, that's my takeaway thus thus far is that I hate his wife, Skylar, and he's got to switch up his undergarments. Now, you're watching The Wire. I'm, I'm banging the table with my elbow, but uh, that probably won't even. That won't register. I, I, I forgot. We, we, we got a pro sound yeah. guy on. The, now, I want people to do something listen to this episode right now and scroll back and listen to six or seven episodes ago and tell us if you can hear the difference because to me the quality now makes the old quality which i thought was pretty good at the time yeah it just absolutely dominates it. it's like vhs to dvd i'm the new quality you're the old quality no, no, it's, it's kind of similar i'm also the new quality shouts it, to sven shouts to sven the audio engineer extraordinaire yeah. okay but we're also both watching basketball yeah so that's back in the mix which is another reason why i've slowed down on the wire is because i mean i went through snowfall in what feels like a week yeah. now granted it was only three seasons i think but i mean i just absolutely devoured that series but there was no sports at the time now that sports is back you know it's it's kind of slowed me down a little bit but i'm i'm loving going back and re-watching the shows i know i talked about this before but one of the coolest things for me is that i forgot so much well, about it and that, that, I mean, that happens in life. That happens. You remember most of the main things, but you'd be surprised what you don't remember. Uh, t- to me, there's so much in the wire that I missed. E- like, not necessarily like, okay, like, yeah, you remember Omar, you remember Bodie, you remember Stringer Bell, Avon, et cetera, et cetera. But the nuances of the show and like the little side stories and different things, like, like I completely forgot everything about uh, Prez, Prez Belusky. Yeah. Like his whole timeline sure. like was completely I didn't even remember it at all. Yeah. Now if you haven't watched The Wire, you're not going to know who Prez is, but yeah, it's definitely it's interesting and it, I it was surprising to me. Is is the word I'm looking for. It was a it was a surprise. Okay. Thought I would remember more, quite frankly. Now, let's what do we got on on the clock here? We're at the the halfway mark, at the 30 minute mark. Let's jump over into the Patreon suggested topics but are we going to do the 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 decade team that 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 was a patreon okay, suggested okay, topic okay. so we'll we'll circle back i you know i don't want to go 20 straight minutes of of nba basketball okay. but um so let's jump into these and i'm in the wrong thread apologies unbelievable bear with me here i got a lot on my plate all right so here we go podcast topics Taylan Aplar, starting football offense, but with NBA players. 
Okay, I mean, we're not going to go like left guard, yeah, right yeah. guard, but, no, but we'll no, do the skill offensive, po- no offensive line. We'll do the skill positions. So quarterback, I'm going to go with for quarterback. Chris Paul? You know, he's a little short for a quarterback, though. But he you know? but vision. Yeah, I, he was the first guy I thought of. Then I thought of Lonzo Ball, yeah. who has great vision, a lot more mobility. Okay. And, and he's like 6'6". Who else? So Doncic. Doncic. I'm going Doncic at the QB. Okay. I love his feel. I love his vision. I love his mobility. I love his size. His craftiness. So we're going Doncic at the quarterback. QB one. Doncic. I'm going LeBron at the tight end spot. Okay. I'm going uh, Giannis at wide receiver. Yep. And I guess we'll pick another receiver. Do you want to throw one into the mix? Uh, I was going to say I thought Gobert could be like a pretty good like goal line receiver. That's it, though. Yeah. Just so tall and he could jump. Too tall. Now, in actuality, in real football, those guys, even Giannis with those long legs, would, would maybe be in a little bit of trouble. But they, um, another receiver, and then we need a running back. Running back, Westbrook. Yeah, I agree. Hang on. I may have to sneeze here. Okay. Take it away. Sing us a song or something. So, no, I'm not gonna sing a song. No song. All right. Uh, I, actually, I got something just for you guys. Somebody once told me the world was gonna. Okay, Smash Mouth. Okay. What's your what's your sneeze? No, 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 no. That 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 pretty much just killed it. Okay, good. So, there we go. Success. Smash Mouth, the sneeze killer. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just looking at that wave, and that is gonna blow some eardrums out. We are going to. Say Westbrook as a running back. Okay, I like it. And then one more receiver. So we'll go two tight ends, the quarterback, a running back, a tight end. Did I say two tight ends? I meant one. Two receivers. Okay. So the other receiver may be, I mean, Anthony Davis. Ah, they're too tall. I don't want I don't want it to have a, be another. Well, I mean, that's the thing, though. It's like everyone's going to be taller because everyone's, everyone's taller. Everyone's going to be taller, but they don't have to be seven feet tall, you know, or 6'10", or, or whatever. I mean, who, who, who would be a really good receiver? So we have, you know, I mean, James Harden has unbelievable footwork. He does have probably, probably a great route runner. You know what? That's who it is. We're going with Jimbo. Okay, we're going Jimmy Harden on. Okay. Does, right, anyone, call, does anyone call him Jimbo? I don't know. You'd have to ask him. Not, okay. not that I'm aware of, but um, that's his football name. That's okay. his football name. Raymond Tabetta. Will there be a restock of uncivilized masks? And hopefully in different colors, I use them the most because they're so convenient to put on and take off. Raymond, we're glad you uh, love the masks. We've actually talked about doing more masks. The reason why we haven't is because we never wanted it to be a thing where we were capitalizing monetarily off of the pandemic. That didn't feel right. So... We did release the masks and then we restocked them. And all of that money, all of that profit went to COVID relief. Yeah. So there was no profit for us off of that release. But I was thinking recently, hey, listen, masks are needed. So we probably should do some more and we can donate that money as well. Okay. So I like it. So to answer your question, uh, Raymond. Yes, stay tuned for more masks because, and Buckets, you and I have talked about this, but even after 
there's a vaccine and, and the pandemic is no longer as serious of a thing as it is now, you know, I think a lot of people are still going to want to wear masks. I think masks are, for the foreseeable future, going to be a thing that a large percentage of people use. I agree. So uncivilized masks soon cometh. Cowlin Fleming, I know you guys ain't big Star Wars guys, but wondering if I can get people behind an Obi-Wan Kenobi t-shirt. Great, loyal, but sarcastic character. And he even has the so uncivilized quote in Revenge of the Sith. Okay, I, so I didn't even know that. I did know that. I did not know that. I am not a Star Wars guy, but a uh, may the fourth be with you. Fourth? No, force. May the fourth be with you. It's a May 4th. We would release it on May 4th. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Right, buckets is, uh, there were some people in the comments here. Talon Aplar suggested it. So shout out May 4th? May 4th. Oh, okay. May 4th drop. Okay. So I'm not a Star Wars guy, so I would say probably not just because, you know, one of the things with Uncivilized is it's it's authentic to us and, and, and you know, who we like and are influenced by and, and all of those things. So, you know, I don't want to be a... I don't want to be a poser Star Wars guy, yeah. you know, but I didn't even know that about the uncivilized quote. I got to check that out. Patrick Pogue, what up, Foamy and Young Buckets? After listening to episode 93 and listening to all the Eminem bashing, <laughs> it made me feel like Tony Soprano at the newsstand with all those shots being fired. Being a single dad with a daughter, trust me, M's music just feels different. Once again, not having him on the top 10 now or then is crazy talk. We need Fofo, top shata. Shouts to Fo, by the way. We need him back to weigh in on this. Now, for those of you who listened to the podcast early on, we had Fo here on the podcast with us. He was the sound guy. Yeah. And he is an avid Eminem fan, I yeah. would say. And so uh, Patrick wants him to come back to thwart some our, of uh, some of our Eminem slander okay love you keep up the good work wolf pack we all we got give him a howl one time, one time there you go solid howl here's the thing with eminem all right and i am going to double down on the slander a little bit this is something that i've talked about um quite a bit and we do love music and i do think that eminem has some classic albums and yeah. by that i mean two two yeah Two classic albums, with it, which is a lot more than most rappers can say. Yeah, for sure. I, I think here's where it gets confusing, right? Well, he can rap his ass off. Yeah. A murder, a rhyme, one word at a time. You never heard of a mind as yeah. perverted as mine. He, he's the way he's able to rhyme syllables, not just rhyme words. I but mean, the rhyme, rhyme, the rhyme scheme is tremendous. The rhyme scheme is crazy. The breath control a lot of what he's able to do skill-wise is upper echelon. His music has not aged well, in my opinion. And to be completely honest, full disclosure, I was never a Eminem is the best guy. I mean, I was a big Eminem fan. I never thought he was the best. I always thought Jay-Z was the best. I liked Eminem, but he was always a little too dark for me yeah you know i i mean i i can't rap along to someone talking about murdering their mother and and all types of crazy shit that was like crazy talk yeah, to yeah. me so he had different you're talking about murdering your mom and taking vicodin yeah. i can't sell this shit 
but but basically that that's what he did and yeah. it did sell but i don't think it's aged that well and then obviously now he's talking about you know politics and you know a lot more kind of new age stuff for mm-hmm. lack of a better way to explain it but it's still with his same delivery and his same sound and i just don't think it's aged that well i think he did the song with beyonce where he was basically saying that like the pressure that he feels to like top everything and he thinks he does a good verse and then he listens to it in the car and it sucks and he's you know and he hates it and i think that that was a very good song and i think that that showed like kind of a different aspect to like the artist eminem i here's what i'll say i think he's dope i just don't really want to listen to him in 2020 and it has become the cool thing on social media to kind of hate on him oh for sure and he's kind of become like this easy target on twitter to bash and all of that so i respect his skill set but it's just not music that i want to listen to right now yeah i mean i think that's fair but 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 i do understand like people who love him and patrick said it's very relatable he's a single dad with a kid you know what i mean yeah i i mean i do i get it i do get it and i'm not a single dad i'm not a dad at all so uh maybe i would feel differently if i was austin Diatri, any tips for managing time as a college student? Shouts to Austin for for asking the real life yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, ask asking the stuff that matters. Yesterday was the FDOC online first day of class. First day of class. Okay, I was wondering. I was like, what is that? Okay, FDOC, ROTC, FDOC. Okay, yeah. and I'm currently working full time, and it's pretty overwhelming. I was wondering if you guys had any tips. Since you were student athletes, which also sounds like a lot to manage, much love to the Wolfpack. Yeah, it, it was a lot to manage. It's actually, it's a ton to manage being a student athlete. Um, so I can relate. I guess tips for managing time would be just that. Time to, management. To manage it. Yeah. Like to not just wing it. Yeah. And, and, and then next thing you know, now you're, you have a late shift at work and you also have a paper due. So to kind of plan it out, no different. And I do think one of the things about playing ball and, and being a student athlete, and one of the things that I think college in general can teach you, even if you're not an athlete, you know, but even if you're working and going to school. Like how to make things priorities. and Yeah, it kind of does. It teaches you to prioritize and to manage your life. Yeah. And that carries over into the quote unquote, I know it's so cliche and I kind of hate when people say this, like but into the real world, to the real world. Yeah. Yeah. Like you and I, right? Like we run a business, we work, we produce content, we do this stuff and we put in very long hours and we have to be able to manage and organize that for sure. Okay. What video are we going to do today? Okay. When are we going to do the podcast? What topics are we going to have for the podcast? What uncivilized pieces are we doing? You know, there's, there's so much that goes into having you know even though uncivilized is a small streetwear brand there's still so much that goes into it for sure and it's just you and i yeah so we we gotta gotta, get samples we gotta check different things we gotta do this we gotta do do design work we gotta pick the stuff up we gotta we gotta uh bag it up box it up ship it out you know you box it you ship it what do you do after you box it you ship it there you go so it's it's kind of good practice Austin, to be honest with you. Also, something that we might do, by the way, is we may start taking callers on maybe like one episode a month and giving advice. Yeah. Okay? 
uh, no PhDs, no degrees in the field. I mean, I am a lawyer. But plenty of advice to give. Yes. You know, you had uh, that Love Lines show with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew way back in the day. To me, that's actually the origination of the podcast. The first podcast. Yeah. There it was, you know, young kids sitting there, you know, tuning in, listening to these two old guys talk about uh, boner problems. Yeah. I don't know, but it was- you Remember Adam Carolla would always say, good times. Good times, good times. But- we are going to do that. So, and we will answer questions like these. Well, so what I'm going to say, because I agree with everything that you said, but when you're a student athlete, I can remember there was days in the preseason and during the season where your whole day from like six o'clock to like nine thirty, ten o'clock are completely accounted for. Spoken for, a- yeah. Every minute you got to get up, you got to get to the gym, you got to see the athletic trainer. They got to tape your ankles. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to go to practice. You got to go to weightlifting. You got to go to conditioning. Yep. You got to go to class. You got to eat. You got to take a shower. You got to go back to class, whatever. You got to go to study hall, got, mandatory yeah, study hall. Yeah, study hall. You, maybe you want to work on your game a little bit individually. You got homework to do, whatever. The, 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 there's, there's a lot. There's definitely a lot. And it really is good practice. And just try to prioritize. And you can even do it where the night before, you write down what you got to get done the next day and kind of schedule it out a yeah. little bit. You don't have to go super crazy where every minute is scheduled. You can, you can have fun and, and do your thing, but just try to prioritize and then kind of act and function accordingly. Yeah, I, I like that. Okay. Edwin Gonzalez. My boy. I had to scroll down there. there. There looked like there was a lot of wolf pack advice. You know, that's one of the coolest things to me about the patreon page is is it really is a family thing and everyone chimes in yeah and gives advice and talks about stuff and a grassroots movement exactly and greets each other and shows love to each other and i think especially in 2020 where love is needed i just think it's a really really dope thing so that was just a little side note but edwin gonzalez first off big props to buckets for his amazing video on Crocs. Okay, so no. my guy, thank you. You're welcome and thank you. Crocs suck. And then he says, you should definitely try the ACG Deschutes next. Oh, I saw those. I like them. You, you got to try those next. You, you're the uh, the sandal guy. You're the sandal yeah. guy. So Edwin is asking. He says it's 10 days from now. Dolan, for those of you who don't know, Dolan is the, the Knicks owner. Dolan is fired and you... Fomzell have taken over as the owner of the Knicks along with Buckets. Who are you guys looking to draft and sign to point the Knicks in the right direction? Side note, everyone who hated on Mellow better enjoy the turd sandwich they're eating right now. The apology needs to be as loud as the disrespect. Okay, I agree with them on that. I agree with that. Now, as far as who I would be looking to draft, Anthony Edwards. I think he's the best Georgia prospect in the draft. And I think this is a draft that's doesn't really have necessarily the star power that some of the previous drafts have had. Yeah. But I think that he's really good. Uh speaking of Mellows, LaMelo Ball, not Carmelo Anthony, but LaMelo Ball is going to be one of the top picks. He's not a guy that I saw reaching that level, yeah. but he he grew six inches and he's gotten more athletic and his feel for the game is great. So he's going to be in the mix too. But I think Anthony Edwards has a very um, pro-ready game. Definitely a pro-ready scoring game. If he's able to develop his 
kind of feel and playmaking a little bit more, I think he could be an all-star. Okay. But just as far as scoring and the way how athletic he is and his his uh, size and build and his ability to shoot the ball, I think that he he translates or his game translates very well to the league. So I think he's the best guy in the draft. Will Barlow, you're both tall boys. Are the rest of your family lengthy? Yes. Yes. Whole family is tall. Mom Dukes is the shortest, and she's about 5'11". Yeah. So we have a sister who's about six foot. We have another brother who's 6'6", 6'7". Pops is 6'3". So, yes, a very tall family indeed. Brian, starting accounting master's program in a couple weeks. If the workshop needs accounting services, hit me up. Hi. Brian, we may be taking you up on this. Seriously. Um, but that's dope. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. That's dope, man. Teamwork makes the dream work, baby. I agree. Hunter Taylor. What up, Foamy and Buckets? I know you guys aren't super into college football. We are not. This is true. But I wanted to know your thoughts roll on Tide. On Roll Tide. With all the vixens. Some players have opted out. Okay, so he's asking about to play or not to play the college football season. Some players have opted out. A lot of them are tweeting that they want to play. There is supposedly news coming out that two of the major conferences are going to cancel the season. Keep up the great work. Um, Thank you, sir. And I will say that to me, it depends if they can do it safely. Yeah. If they can do it safely, I'm all for it. If they can't? If they cannot, then I think it's better to look at the big picture and miss one season and not have something turn into a really bad situation and turn into a real mess. But listen, the NBA is has proved right. Now, how do you put college kids in a bubble? How do you so there would have to be some different types of protocol and it would have to be a different scenario to for, make it oh, work. For sure. But it if it is possible to do safely, then, then they, I'm all for yeah. it. But but I just don't know enough about the science behind things and and the protocol and and how safe it is. And I I just don't really know to to necessarily chime in definitively. Yeah. Jordan Venegas, Foam, you posted on Instagram, Jay-Z or Drake, and I had this question to you and Buckets. Are you asking song-wise how they rap or how they rhyme? I heard the podcast talk on rappers, but the way Eminem has rhymes within rhymes is amazing. Okay, so we have another Eminem supporter here. All and, right. and by that is what we said, though. His, so his Eminem, rhymes within rhymes. I, I agree. So Eminem Hive coming to his defense. Yes. I'm not mad at it. His songs, I agree, I could live without. But as a rapper with great rhymes, beats, and song catalog, I would go with Tupac over Hove. Drake okay. isn't in the top five rappers for me because he can't rhyme, in my opinion, at the same level as MJ, Tupac, Snoop, Ice Cube, etc. What are your thoughts? Love being part of the pack. Keep up the great work. Bang, bang. Give us another howl. Oh! One time for the one time. I love it. So <clears throat> I, I don't disagree with, with too much of what you said there. I mean, I, I don't think that Pac is, is over Hove. But, uh, neither do I, but, but I'm, not, I'm not mad at that, though. I don't even think I'd have Pac over Biggie, but I'm a New York guy and I'm biased. And, and you know, I do recognize, love, I do love Tupac and I do recognize his greatness and what he did and how he impacted the, um, the space. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that you, that you recognize your own bias. Oh, I do recognize my own bias as well. Yeah. Because I also have Hove number one. 
Biggie like number two, but that's kind of just off like principle and like he, what he did. Here's the thing with 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 Drake and what prompted that poll on my Instagram was I was talking to one of the young homies who is he's in college right now, all right, and he thinks that Drake is the greatest ever. Yeah. And that he, it's not even close. Here, here's what I'll say, right? A lot of people, right? You have like, you have that Jay-Z generation. Yeah. You have the even older generation that's, you know, Rakim, yeah, Rakim. and KRS-One yeah. and, and that whole group. Yeah, Big Daddy Kane, like those guys. It, exactly. And it, it kind of got me thinking that the best way, and I don't know if I talked about this to you on the last episode or not. You can let me know if I did. But I think, and maybe this is just because fantasy football is right around the corner, but I think the way you need to look at things is, and shouts to McNarley, a, a, a fellow uh, fantasy footballer. And Wolfpackian. And Wolfpackian. Shouts to him. I know I'm doing a lot of name dropping this you, episode. You, you're like me right I, now. I'm doing, I'm doing the buckets. I'm, I'm doing a lot of name dropping, all right? But him and I were talking, and he started talking about tiers. Yeah. And in fantasy football, that's a lot of when you're drafting and stuff, you look at different player tiers. And it kind of got me thinking, I think that may be the way you have to look at this kind of stuff. Because it's because, so because it is so subjective. Yeah. Yes, you can look at numbers and, and that does matter, sure. For sure. But you know, hard to compare some local artist who you love to Jay-Z when Jay-Z is accomplished everything yeah. that he has. But once you get to that top tier, maybe it is just personal preference. Once you get to Hove and Pac and Rakim and Drake and Lil Wayne and Kendrick. Yes. Snoop Dogg, yeah, et cetera. Maybe Snoop Doggy Dog. Nice. I, I think you have to. Hey, well done. Thank you, sir. I'm a songbird of my generation. You have to kind of look at, or I should say, it makes it a little bit more realistic when you just look at it as like that's the top tier. Yeah. Like in fantasy football this year, for example, you have Christian McCaffrey, you have Saquon Barkley, you have Ezekiel Elliott, you have Alvin Kamara. Like that's the top tier. Yeah. Everyone pretty much agrees that's the top tier. For quarterbacks, you have Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. That's the top tier. Yeah. And I think that if you look at it that way, it makes things pretty easy. It, it, it definitely makes it easier to kind of accept, I guess. Yeah. Even if someone's not your favorite or even if they don't necessarily have your sound. Because a lot of the things with Drake, right, is that he doesn't write his own music. Allegedly. No, not allegedly. I mean, he's even admitted that there's basically, and, and you can look at the song credits, what people, or the writing credits, I should say. I, I forget what his, off the top of my head, what his, the guy who's done a lot of writing for him, what his name is. It's, uh, it was mentioned even in a song once, but. Uh, Quentin Miller? Quentin Miller. So he's done a lot of writing for you, but. Well, you, he, did a, he did a lot of writing on that one album. I think he's done a few albums, but I don't know that, I don't think he still necessarily uses them, but. If you look at the writing credits, that's a that, lot of rappers. Yeah, I mean, that's like... That's a lot of them. You look at Beyonce. 
Beyonce doesn't write a lot of her stuff to my knowledge, you know? So it's, I think that that got a little bit unfairly used against Drake. Yeah. Now, yes, guys like Eminem, Hove, they do a lot more themselves. Andre 3000, yeah. Exactly. They do a lot more themselves, but it's, you do have to look at what Drake has accomplished. The fact that he's basically been the most popular rapper for over a decade. Mm-hmm. That really does matter, and it's a different era. So, yeah, if you like that old-school New York City sound, you might not really like Drake's flavor. But the truth of the matter is he's been on top for – and I, I like Drake a lot. Yeah, me I too. really do like Drake a lot. I don't think he's better than Hove. Hove has been doing it for 25 years. Yeah. But I do think that he deserves more respect than a certain – kind of era or generation you know when i did that poll on my instagram i had a bunch of people hit me up probably 30 people hit me up just to say we had thousands of people vote on it yeah and jay-z won by a landslide 70 percent to 30 percent in favor of hove and we have a pretty diverse demographic specifically in regards to age yeah on the instagram so it's not like it was just a bunch of old heads chiming in or a bunch of young kids it was a lot of everyone and uh, and Hove won, but I do think that Drake deserves more respect from that older era than he sometimes gets. So um, and and Eminem deserves a lot of respect too. But again, I'm not mad at someone for putting Eminem in that top tier all time. Or I, I guess I wouldn't put him there. But if you want to put him in that second tier, yeah, for sure, sure, go ahead. But it's it just some guy's stuff age like. Hove stuff has aged really, really well. Tupac stuff has aged really, really well. It just yeah. has. It's it's got a nice sound to it. So I would say some of Biggie stuff hasn't aged as good as Tupac stuff. I guess I disagree. I guess I disagree. I, I think I know he has like that New York sound that's kind of extinct a little bit at this point. But I think his stuff has aged really well too. I think his stuff has aged. I, really, I'm not really saying well. it hasn't aged well. I'm saying I don't think it's aged as well. I guess I disagree. I think his stuff has aged better than Tupac. Okay. I, I think if you look at you know Juicy and and Hypnotize and One More Chance, I think if you look at his stuff, I mean Juicy is the best song of all time. So that is aged incredibly. Yeah, I think if you look at Biggie stuff again, I'm biased. You know, yeah. but but I think one of the reasons why I give him the nod over Tupac is I think his stuff has aged better in my own personal opinion. But, okay, okay. But I know why you would say Tupac because it was a little bit more melodic. It was yeah. a little bit more, uh, not I don't, not basic's not the right word, but it was a little bit more um, maybe simplified. Yeah. It, 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 was, it, had, it had less of an era sound yeah, to it maybe. Yeah. So I, I, point taken, point taken. Jason Bonifield, good day, gentlemen. A new wolf checking into the pack welcome sir hey welcome welcome what is one classic movie that you have never actually watched oh i like this one i like this topic i think it'd be cool if you watched it for the first time and gave a review on the next podcast peace and love to the pack i actually love that idea what's a classic you and i are movie buffs i mean i've watched like most movies that people would consider classics i've watched i mean if you go back i mean like i haven't watched casablanca I have watched Casablanca, and I have a Casablanca tattoo. I have not watched that. You do have a Casablanca tattoo. I'm trying to think. Um, like Gone with the Wind, I haven't seen. Like I, if you want to go back to like 
the super old movies. I mean, I have watched that movie. Like one of the movies that's considered actually like maybe the best movie ever is uh, Citizen Kane, and that's a movie that I haven't watched. I haven't watched that either, actually. And that's like that was nominated, and it was a whole. I thing. mean, that's like. I, on a lot of people's lists, that's the greatest movie of all time. Oh, I was talking about a remake. You're talking about the one from the 40s. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think they've remade but, but, it recently. Oh, they didn't? No. So, so, so maybe I was thinking of that one then. The name definitely um, resonated. But forget about the super old movies, the black and white and all that shit. Forget about that. L- like a more modern, because at... At our age range, you wouldn't be expected to watch that. No, but like, but how most, about something from our era, like a classic from our era that we haven't watched? Well, one movie that I haven't watched, it actually I think is black and white, but done so for style purposes, purposes only, okay. is Schindler's List. That's a movie that a lot of people consider very, very good, I think, and I've never watched it. I have no. It's a, it's a, a very powerful movie. I, I have seen it, but, but I have no like urge to watch that movie. I have, yeah, you know, movies like that are tough to watch because it's, it's, it's can almost be depressing yeah. at, at, at how evil uh, different people in the history of, of mankind has been. Yeah. But, um, but what's a, so what, let's think of one. Well, let's that, think I mean, of a classic movie. I've already seen it. Let's think no, of oh, one. No, I didn't know it was like a, let's think of one. There's going to be almost no classic movie. I mean, just put up like top 15 most classic movies. We're going to have seen all of them or well, one of us is going to have seen one have of them. seen it. Man, what do we got here? So, Goodfellas, Godfather, The Shining. Yeah, we've seen all those. I think The Shining um, is very overrated. I'm let's just click on this here. Say that. Town and Country Mag. Okay. Oh, that's the publication? The, that's the publication, and it's the name of the article. It, it was done in March of 2020, so very new, and the name of the article is 37 of the Best Classic Films Ever Made. So let's see if something on here. Let's see what we haven't seen. So is it going to start? Uh, these at 30, are old. It's going to start old. at thirty-seven. These are really old. Yeah. Casablanca. Okay, great movie. Bre- Breakfast at Tiffany's. Never West saw Side that. Story. Seen parts um, of that. She reminds me of a West Side Story. Yeah, Carlos Santana. All right, let's scroll down. See, these are they're so old. The, you know why are they trying to send people way back? I mean, a lot of people think that's like the golden the sound of music. I don't want to watch that. Come on, let's, let's be honest. I, I've watched that. I think I may have seen it too, actually, when I was a young kid. Maybe, it's like a musical. Maybe a substitute teacher in music class. Yeah, yeah. I want to say that's when we watched it. I, I definitely fell asleep. Yeah. Doe, a deer, a feet. Yeah, okay. Wow. So that was uh, Town and Country Mag. I'm not going to take shots at you right now, but that was, um, that was terrible. L- let's look at, they're, they're not defining classic the way I am. Like they think it has to be old, but no, no, that wasn't. Let's just for, let's take classic out of it on Google, and let's just say best movies since two thousand. Okay, and let's see something a little bit newer because something could be a new I, classic. I, I'm just gonna predict that we've seen almost all of those movies, every single one of them. Okay, so or here, that one of us has seen every single one. Here's the New York Times: the 25 best films of the 21st century so far. Okay, 21st century. Year 2000 onward. Okay. So let's see what we got so far. Hit me. Okay. Number one, there will be blood. Seen it. Seen it. Daniel Day-Lewis. I drink your milkshake. Tremendous acting. I actually don't really like the movie though. I understand. And we've like kind of differentiated between those two things before. I did like the movie, but I understand why you would say you wouldn't. Um, 
Spirited Away. I've never seen that. that I've never seen that. I actually think it's that's a Japanese an anime. anime. It's an anime movie. Okay, yeah, I'm not an anime guy, so I haven't seen that. I've never even heard of it, actually. Million Dollar... You, you would recognize the characters and definitely like the style of the movie. Of the movie, okay. Yeah. Million Dollar Baby. Okay, watched it. Seen it. Uh, what else we got here? A Touch of Sin. I have not seen it. Never seen it. It's uh, done by a Chinese director... Uh, and I can't pronounce the name, Gia, and I don't want to butcher that last name. But, okay, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of the um, Chinese and Japanese films, I guess I haven't seen. Yeah, well, I know, loved Parasite. I didn't see Parasite. I loved Parasite. It, it, Parasite's good, man. I, I heard it's good. I'm, I Parasite got, is it, really good. That is on my list. You just have to read the subtitles, but, man, it's, it's, it's pretty wonderfully made. Yeah. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, I'm just going to skip through. You know, some, yeah, a lot of these are foreign films. Um, what else do we got here? Boyhood. I've never seen that. That's the movie where the, it's like a movie that took like 15 years to make. Okay. Maybe we could. I think that's what it is. The Hurt Locker. I've seen that. I've never seen that. I've seen The Hurt Locker. That's a, that's a, a you know, an army movie. Yeah. Is that with, uh, your boy? Um, I don't know who my boy is. Uh, it, I, Channing Tatum. Th- these are, so these are almost like. These feel like a little bit more, I don't know. I, I haven't heard a lot of these. White Material, um, Munich. Munich is a Spielberg movie. That, that, that's I, that's I what the Olympic yeah, situation? Yeah, but I, I, haven't, I don't think I ever saw that. Um, three Times. I, I haven't heard of any of these movies. This is interesting. The Gleaners and I. I have you heard of these movies? No. This list sucks. I'm going to say this list is not good. Mad Max, Fury Road. Okay, yeah. I, we, I have seen that movie. It, me too, but we got we to... Gotta, uh, uh, too long. We got to decide off camera, and then we'll do it. Okay, it was, it was a good idea. Yeah. But, but I, I never mind going down a movie rabbit hole. Let's see what else we got here. John Paul Gillette, also mm-hmm. known as... Gillet in the gullet. Gullet. Gillet in the gullet. What was your experience going through your worst breakup? Okay. All right. So uh, Gillette, you know, again, with the hard-hitting real-life questions. Yes. All right. Uh, So what was your experience going through your worst breakup? Was it in the Big Apple or Florida? And what did you learn? Hashtag relationship TED Talk. Hashtag uncivilized edition. Maybe this will be something that we t- we take calls on. Yeah, we give relationship advice. All right. Yeah, we are here for your relationship problems. Okay. All right? um, worst breakup. You know, it it it's hard to pinpoint necessarily a worst breakup, but I will tell you a hard story. Hard to quantify that, but I will tell you a story. I feel like when I was a wee young lad, New York City. Okay. Okay. Not Florida, New York City. I'm I'm a very passionate soul. Okay. Okay. And uh, a hopeless romantic. Yeah. Okay. And I gave a girl a rose. Okay. And uh, she threw it in the trash. Wow. Threw it in the trash. How you old know, are you here? You know, like uh, twelve. Okay. Wow. Yeah, twelve. And uh, I was in love. Yeah. yeah okay. And, uh, you know, sometimes the trash can right away. Listen, it's, um, it's like what, uh, what Sonny said in, uh, um, in, uh, a Bronx tale, a Bronx tale, you know, you get three great ones. Okay. He, he, he had his, the, the, the summer when he was 15, that's the way the cookie crumbled. They, they all came that summer and and then that was it. Yeah. 
So uh, 12 years old, and uh, Cupid got me. Okay. And so I gave the rose to her, and she threw it in the trash. Okay. Threw it in the trash, and, you know, I think that may have been the dagger. You know, at that age. There's an icebox where your heart used to be. Yeah. You know, there was there was an innocence. <laughs> there was, I believed in love. Yeah. Okay? You it's, loved love. Okay. It, it was... It's funny looking back on those times, and quite frankly, they were incredible. Yeah. You're riding around on a mongoose bike. You're on the pegs because you didn't have a mongoose bike because your mother bought you a used huffy mountain bike instead. You know, these are just some some of the things. But nonetheless, Uh, foam did that. Foam did that, so hopefully you won't have to go through that. Yeah. On the mongoose, on the back pegs, that New York City air, that beautiful New York City air is just blowing through your hair. Yeah. Life is good. You have sideburns. You, you have ha- pointed sideburns. You have the pointed sideburns. At this point, actually, I was still getting the homemade haircuts. We weren't going to the barbershop yet. You know, Mom Dukes wasn't, wasn't hey, I'm, spending. Hey, I'm trying to paint a picture. She, she, wasn't, she wasn't spending 12 bucks on a haircut back then. Okay. And- uh they were good times and you loved. You had like crushes. Yeah. But man, they were everything. They were just they they ruled your world. I, I would say for me, they didn't really rule my world, but I understand. For me, they did. Yeah. A young lover. And uh and, that, and that's what I was, a young poet laureate. Yeah. Okay. And wow. um nice warrior, uh, warrior poet. There you go. Okay. Warrior poet. You know, I love the warrior poet. Young foam. And so, but that hurt me. That hurt me, and uh, I've been numb ever since. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Um, so, I, you, know, I, you know, I think when it comes to breakups, right, when you're that age, there's kind of nothing going on. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't have, there's not- You don't, you don't like, got to go to your nine to five and take your mind off your it, Exactly. Like, like, nothing to wake you up out of the depression and agony of a breakup as an adult- then you got to pay the bills. Yeah, the real, the real world. <laughs> you got to keep the lights on. Yeah. You, you got to put food in your belly. At that age, there's nothing, man. Yeah. Baseball cards, you know, trading cards at recess, Lunchables. C- cards are coming back in a big way. Cards are coming back in a major way. And uh, it just goes to show you that everything's in cycles, yeah. man. Cyclical. Everything is in cycles. Hopefully not the rose and the garbage. I don't want to have to go through that again. Okay. Um, foam did that. Foam did that. So hopefully you won't have to go through that. Yeah, there you Th- go. There it is. Richard Burrito, Foamy and Buckets. Put some respect on those names. Okay, I like it. Yeah, oh, some- on our names. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey. Put Rich- some respect. Richie, thank you. At least that's the way I'm taking it. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's That's the beautiful thing about these topics. We can interpret them the way yeah, we want. Yeah, poetic license. Foamzell, have you ever considered growing a mullet? to show young Esquire what a real 10 out of 10 mullet looks like. Yes, I did think about and consider doing that, but then he'd have, you'd have nothing. I don't, wow. want, to, I don't want to take it from him. I, I saw th- it in his eyes, and I took it from him. Warrior poets. I have to let you be better at something. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate and that. Crock wearing and mullet sporting. Okay. I'm a crocodile wearing. And mullet. I'm having a hard time. Woo! Keeping these alligators down. Woo! Ric Flair, baby. He spent more money on spilt liquor. From this side of the country, in limousines driving. The thing is, was he driving? He's not a limousine driving. He's yeah, he's, he's limousine driving, but no, he's, no, he's, he's a, limousine riding. 
Eh. It's a misquote. He misquoted his own self. It, it's oh. semantics. Okay. It depends how you want to interpret it. But um, Ric Flair, legend. Ooh. And Buckets, would you ever consider going fuck Buck Dynasty? Okay, so the Duck Dynasty? I don't... Ah. Huh? Shots fired. Beef for the week. Uh, Marito, I thought you were, I thought you were putting respect on our name. No, no uh, yeah, he is. He's saying that you would have better than the Duck Dynasty guys. I mean, I had a huge beard. And have a full beard with the mullet. Now, you've already talked about this. Too much hair. It's, Too much party. It, it's party everywhere. Yeah, it's party city. I'm not party city. And it's just like, that's like Woodstock. Yeah, it's too much. You know, it's just, I'm taking it back. That's like the Moody Blues. It, it's You can't have, it's, that's that's Coachella. Yeah, no, no that's ZZ Top. You, you can't have a party everywhere yeah. is the moral of the story. It just, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't end well. And one time for the pack, can you two harmonize the howl? Wow. Okay. Um, a wimba wumba wimba wumba. There you go. <laughs> we did it. There you go. And unbelievable. Last but not least, where are we at on the clock here? Uh, we're, we're too we're, long. We got to get out. Let of me here. see. Okay, we're over an hour. We're over an hour. Last but not least. George. Time management. There you go, Austin. You see our time management? Not always so good. Foamy and Buckets. Much respect and thank you for all you guys do. Couple things. Please rank them. Oh, we also have the basketball thing we got to do. Okay, we got to go now. No, no, no. Couple things. Please rank the five boroughs and why. And also, just throwing this out there, I DM'd Buckets that you should play 1v1 if Buckets loses, the mullet and stash are gone. And if Foamy loses, the beard is gone. Thoughts? With those kind of stakes at play, the game would never end. Yeah, foul. It's like when you're playing your homie back in the day for 20 bucks. and You start one tackling of, each other. And neither one of you even really has 20 bucks to give. So it just it turns into an absolute all-out war. Yeah, yeah. Until it's like 7 to 5, and you're just like, F it. Let's go get an icy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, it, it turns into a Royal Rumble. Yeah. So I don't know that that's feasible. It's not plausible, but I will rank the five boroughs gladly, gladly, emphatically, and I stand on it. Okay. I only got one and I got five. The number one borough, I know we're going to take some heat on this. The number one borough is money making Manhattan. Yeah, Manhattan. 212 bread, 212 dead. That's what it is, okay? Now, listen, a lot of people say, oh, Manhattan, ah, ah, you know, you know, tourists and blah, blah, blah. Listen, Harlem is in Manhattan. Washington Heights is Manhattan. The Lower East Side, LES, is in Manhattan. Hell's Kitchen is in Manhattan. Listen. Alphabet City. Alphabet City is in Manhattan. Manhattan is the best borough, okay? It's also the borough from which we hail. Yes. But that's the best borough. The second best borough is where things get a little dicey. A little dicey because you know what? The I, I want to say this. I know what you're going to go. The following three boroughs I love with all my heart. Yeah. I love with all my heart. I've spent a lot of time in each. You know, I, I've lived a lot of different places in New York City. Tell me what you think I'm going to go with. I think you're going to go with Bronx. With the, I, I, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. For anyone who doesn't know, I left off the, we were talking, okay. Last whatever. episode, that, that's what you call a, an audio Easter egg. Yes. Okay. But you're going to go with the me, BX. For me, it, it, it's, I'm going to go with the Bronx. Okay. So I knew it. So I guessed right. You guessed right. If it wasn't for the Bronx, yes. Now, the, the reason Yankees. I'm going with, 
the reason I'm going with the Bronx is because it's the borough that I've spent the most time in other than Manhattan. Okay. And I have a lot of good memories there, and I've fallen in love in the Bronx. Is that where the rose happened? The rose did not happen in the Bronx, okay. or it would not be my favorite borough. Okay. Your second favorite My borough. second favorite borough. Okay. But no, it did not happen in the Bronx. But I did have another, you know, we talk about the great ones. I had a love in the Bronx. There we go. And she was incredibly beautiful. Okay? Okay. She was from the Dominican Republic. She moved to the Bronx. I met her when I was 13 years old, and I fell in love. There you go. She was an absolute beauty. And I used to take the the train up there to see her. Grand Concourse. And... uh it was uh, it was a beautiful time. So the the Bronx is number two, and you know you got the Bronx Bombers, the Yankees. Yeah, it's just it's a good place. Now I know what you're going to say for number three. I don't think you know what I'm going to say for number three. I think well now I know because I think you knew what I knew you. I knew when you knew. It's like Princess Bride, where he's trying to trick him with the poison. Yeah, you know, inconceivable. So l- let me tell you what you thought. You thought I was going to say the uh, say Brooklyn, yeah. and now you think I'm going to say Queens. Yes. So well, I mean that's the only options because definitely number five <laughs> is one and only place. Okay, so I guess now now here's the thing, and we've talked about this before, and I know this turned into a deep a deep dive, but you got to deal with it. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing, because this is one of my favorite topics. Okay. Now that we've ever received here. Okay. On wow. The podcast. Okay. Wow. And here's the thing. I love the four boroughs so much. You know what's going to be fifth. Anyone who knows me knows what's going to be fifth. I'm not going to speak that name right now. Yeah, yeah. But it honestly, it's not a borough, okay? To me, it's not a borough. But the how I feel about the fifth borough is is how the New York crews and Sopranos feel about the New Jersey family. Okay. I see what you did there. Not... Not in very high regard. Yeah, they don't put respect on the name. Definitely not. But here's what people have to remember. With me ranking these boroughs, I love all four with all my heart. Yes. With all of my heart and soul. So I guess I'm flip-flopping. Basically, Manhattan and the Bronx are together. Okay. So for me, it's I put BK over BX. Okay. Yeah. But, but well, you've spent more time in Brooklyn for sure. But But what I'm saying is that um, for and, you, and are- now, and now, you know, Brooklyn is so trendy and hip, and there's more going on. If you're, you know, a young working professional, and it, it's so cool now, and you know, a lot of the neighborhoods are gentrified, which obviously I, I'm not a fan of, but I understand the appeal that that brings and whatever. But the yeah, sure, if you if you're going to go out to a bar, or go out to a club, or you know, we're talking pre-COVID, obviously. You're going to Brooklyn. You're not going to the Bronx. Yeah. You know, you got to be a little careful in the Bronx. Yeah. But it's like in high school, right? I went to high school in New York City, and that's how they broke up the divisions and the conferences. Like the Manhattan, Manhattan and the Bronx are together, and Brooklyn and Queens are together. So that's kind of how I've always grouped them, right? You know, you got the uptown trains going to Manhattan and the Bronx. You got the downtown stuff that's going to Brooklyn and Queens. Yeah. All right? So that's how we break it up. Listen. I don't make the rules. I just play by yeah. them. So man got to have a code, yo. Amen. Word oh, to Omar. Yeah. So 
I'm going to, I'm going to say Brooklyn. I'm going to say Brooklyn. Okay, so I was right. And I think you would put Brooklyn at number two, correct? Yes. And I'm not mad at that. I guess it depends on the criteria. Well, what are you looking to do? What are you looking for? I guess I was going off memories, but- Nostalgia. I could see you going Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens. Yeah. And but I got a lot of love for Queens, man. I mean, I got, I got a, a I lot got a, of love for Queens. I got Queens. a ton of love for Queens. Money Maker Manhattan, Boogie Down Bronx, Crooklyn, and uh crazy ass Queens. Queens get the money, baby. Yeah. What it do, baby. What it do, baby. Okay, good. There here's go. my here's my final answer. Tie between those four. And uh oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, no. We can go Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx. Queens and Staten Island is a very distant last place. So for me, I would say I would almost say uh, number one Manhattan, two, three, four tie. Okay, the Shaolin. Get we love Wu Tang. Yeah, we love Wu Tang. We love Wu Tang, and, and and Staten Island has given us some beautiful things. Yes, but. I'm it, not saying I, it's still. I hold it in high regard. I just don't I don't hold, hold it in high regard. I hold it in high regard relative to other things, but compared to the first four things, I don't hold it anywhere near those. four To me, things. Staten Island is Jersey. Okay, you know that's kind of you, you that's gotta, how you feel. You got to get on a ferry. I mean, it's it's, it's a lot going yeah, on. It's there. a whole thing. All right, let's cap everything off. We started with some basketball talk, and we're going to end with some basketball talk. Okay. Last episode. We talked about, very briefly, the four different eras, not that they're the only four, but the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and the 2010s. Who would your starting team be? And, you know, there's a little leniency, flexibility on the positions. Yeah, okay. And then who would win out of those teams? Okay. So do you want me to go first or you? I mean, it doesn't matter. Tell me your 80s starting five. Uh, I'm just, I wrote it down earlier because I look Because this, this was the one thing that we actually talked yeah, about. We so, don't want to. So, but if you don't know it, then you can't do it. I'll go. No, no, I got it. It's, so it's Magic, Larry. Larry at the two? No, no, no. I'm just giving a five. I'm not, there, there has to be some positions to him. But, but, but okay. So, so uh, No, no. So Larry would be the three then probably. Okay. I wrote it down. You want me to get my paper? Go get your paper. Okay. And, and, and I'm going to give what I got on the 80s. Okay. So you can still listen to me. You can still hear. Buckets, Buckets is that kid. He came to school unprepared, and it's something that uh, him and I actually both used to do. But as an adult, I come prepared. You know, you, you go to school the first day. Mom Dukes drops us off. No book bag. No nothing. No knapsack. No Jan Sport. I wish I had over it. our shoulder. No notebook. No pencil. No pen. I'm not really sure what Mom Dukes was expecting there. If she was expecting me to really succeed and uh, flourish yeah. in that environment, but uh, but no, it didn't work. Okay, so I got I got five guys here. So give me your '80s five. Uh, Isaiah Thomas. Okay. Magic Johnson. Okay. Larry Bird. Okay. Dr. J. Mm-hmm. Kareem. All right. I went Magic at the point. Dominique Wilkins at okay. the two. Okay. I thought about throwing Zeke in there, but D- Dominique Wilkins was a prolific scorer. Yeah, tremendous and had a really long career. Dominique Wilkins at the at the at the two spot. Larry Bird, Larry Legend at the three. Moses Malone at the four. And Kareem Abdul Jabbar, obviously at the five. Yeah. You could put any no one else could be at the five but him. Yeah. So Kareem at the five. For the 90s. 
What do you got? I got uh, Stockton. Okay, that's what I got. Who's at the two? Jordan. That's what I got. Who's at the three? Barkley. Okay. Rob- Robinson. Okay. David Robinson. Uh-huh. Hakeem the Dream. That's exactly what I got. Okay. If you wanted to go a little bit more you could maybe small ball. Get Barkley out of there. Slide. No, you slide Barkley to the four and throw Pippen at the three. Okay, yeah. But, but I think that those are the best five guys, though. But, but the, that's, the, that's the five I had from the 90s. Now 2000s. Tell me what you got. I have Steve Nash. Okay, I have Iverson. Okay. So okay. I got Steve Nash. The two guard is obvious. Kobe. Kobe. And then this is kind of a weird thing here. Because I thought that these were the next best three players. Okay. Um, you going big ball on us? KG, Tim Duncan, Shaq. Okay, I've thought about KG. I went Tracy McGrady. Okay. T-Mac, um, Timmy at the four, and it's got to be Shaq at the five. Again, that's non-negotiable. Yeah. And then the 2010s, 2010s on, and obviously a lot of these guys have played in multiple eras, but one of the criteria here was when they were best. When they were best, and you can only use them for one era. Yeah. So, but like Shaq could have been on the '90s for sure, but he was actually pretty much better, really. In the in the, uh, you can break it up however you want. Like maybe if there was a weaker center in one era, you could drop him back or whatever. But the '90s had Hakeem, so it it doesn't work that way. But and I agree, Shaq was better in the 2000s. So 2010s now, the current era. Okay. So I got I got Steph. That's I got Steph at the point. I got who's at the two Harden. Okay, that's that's what I had tentatively. Who um, you got at the three Durant? Durant. Okay, I got Braun at the three. Okay, then I got LeBron at the four. I got Durant at the four. So just flip flopped on them. Durant's like a seven footer. Yeah. Oh, and, he, and I guess I got Kawhi. Also, I put Kawhi. Okay, and I went uh, Giannis at the five. So I have Giannis as the six man there. I went Giannis at the five. You could definitely go. Uh, small ball, and you could probably, I mean, th- that would be, they'd be talented enough, but not talented enough to guard Shaq, but who can guard Shaq? Exactly. So what era would win that? I'm going to say the 90s would win. So I think that the 90s would win just off physicality, but I think that they can't shoot anywhere near as good as the 2010s. I guess it and would I, depend. And, and I think it's really only between those two. Yeah, well, not, I think 2000s could give a run for the money with Kobe, T-Mac, Timmy, and Shaq. You got Iverson at the point. You know, the truth of the matter is... It's just about who is They're hotter. all different. Every one of those... The cool thing that I liked about this little exercise is that you really see the eras change. Yeah. Right? Like... The you, 90s was so big. You look at the 80s, but so was the 80s. The 80s was big, but it Moses was... Malone, you had Kareem... Um, it, it was, there was a lot of, I mean, you had Larry Bird was a, a, a big dude. Yeah. I mean, he's like, could play the four in today's day and age. For sure. You know, some guys might've got overlooked. I mean, like, and so, you know, like I wanted to include Chris Paul, but I, I really couldn't put him over Steph in the 2010s. And I, I really couldn't put him over Iverson in the, in the, uh, in the 2000s. So, or, or Steve Nash, I don't think you could put him over. I think you could put Chris Paul over Steve Nash, but I understand that argument for sure. Yeah. Now it's uh so I guess I guess I'm just gonna not bet against Jordan because he never lost. So I'm, so I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna hang my hat on that. So I am gonna bet against him. I'm going 2010s. All right, you're going 2010s. And I I think that the I'm not mad at it. 
I think I mean, it's the, hard to argue with that team. I, I mean, think that's the, such a good shooting team. The ability to shoot with basically Harden, Steph, Durant is like unstoppable, I think. Yeah. And even Braun, Braun shoots it at like 36, you know, 35%, yeah. maybe 35% from three. I'd have to look at those other, but you know, the 90s, the three point percentages are skewed because they just didn't shoot threes. Exactly. Like people don't realize that Jordan, his three point percentage wasn't very good for a lot of his career. But he also didn't shoot him. He didn't shoot that Look many. Look at how many he attempted. Yeah. So he just didn't shoot him. If he played in today's day and age, and we've talked about this a ad million, nauseum, yeah, yeah. he'd be a, a very good three-point shooter if he played in today's yeah. NBA. I, mean, I, I Co- guarantee it. Kobe didn't even really shoot that many threes. Exactly. But it's funny. Looking at these names laid out, you can see the transition. Yeah. You can almost see it's like a gradient scale where you just kind of see it changing so um just kind of a cool thing and and a little bit of basketball talk to end the pod there it is man there it is oh got really good news the we got equipment coming in the visual the visual visuals are on deckington and will be here very soon so stay tuned for the uh video versions of every podcast we do yeah and we will when will the next pod be we're gonna do it uh next, next week. week sometime yeah. and then probably wednesday then we're gonna follow it up with a couple patreon exclusives as well so um thank you for tuning in to another episode is there any particular song we should play them out with you know as far as what we've been listening to that's something that we always touch on what are we watching what are we listening to I've actually been on my fantasy football podcasts. So you're heavy. On, you're I'm on getting my, ready for the draft. Yeah. So what the thing that I've been listening to the most this past week has been talking Sopranos. The Sopranos and, podcast. And I, 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 I knew you were going to say I that. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's um, so good. The insight into the shows and the behind the scenes look. It's like I feel like I'm almost watching The Last Dance. I'll tell you what turned me off. The audio quality. It's not very good. Episode one, I, I couldn't even get through it. The, the audio quality sucked. It they need, stunk. They need Sven. They do. They need the audio engineer to, uh, well, to, one to of spice the, that up One of the bit. things is they're both doing it remotely. Yeah, and that does make it difficult. But there's other people who do it remotely and, and have good quality. You know, Bill Simmons has a remote podcast a lot of the times. and Yeah, I mean, he's like, uh, that's like a podcasting is his business you for know? sure for sure but but i'm just saying it is doable so um i'll circle back to it but we're gonna play them out um with something that i've been listening to probably more than anything else this week and last week i mean it's early in the week now but and that is port of miami okay rick ross obviously push it was a really um it was a track that got a ton of spins off that album Hustlin' was another one that got a ton, but I'm gonna what you play going? one. I think I know what you're gonna play. Can I D- guess it? Don't say it yet. I'm gonna go with one that resonates with me more than anyone, or, or more than any song, I should say. Anyone, listen to me. But it takes me back to that exact time. It actually takes me back to an exact moment where I remember listening to that song i was driving my first car that i ever owned okay this is going back to 2006 a ford thunderbird first car i ever owned leather interior the peanut butter guts it was a little banged up the car but i kept it clean though yeah i kept it clean though and this song i'm driving i even remember the road that i was driving on and this song just 
just hit me a little bit different. I'm not sure why I loved it, but I loved it. And tell me which one it is. I think it's called Pots and Pans. That is correct. Yeah. And the the Slim Thug. That is correct. He's a Fat Mac. I ain't a Slim Thug. I'm a Fat Mac, baby. Let's let this... Let this marinate in your soul a little bit. Pots and pans, little ice, I'll do what I can. It's just, it, it just it takes me right back. Love it. Love it in Lubbock. <laughs> Shouts to you for knowing that this was going to be my pick. I knew it. I knew it. I know my brother. Shouts to the Michigan Mauler. He was the king of that too, which is Jeezy basically where like you rhyme the same word like for five lines in a row. You say Jeezy, I say Cam. Okay. No, no, he did like logo, bobo. It's time for me to cash in, laughing like Martin in the ass then Martin. When I park it, I can see your bitch heartbeat. So roll out the red carpet. Wait, where is Slim Thug Fat I, that Mac? That might be a different song. Really? About pots and pans, I know. What, what, wow, that's, that's um. I, I, I got to Google that now. Because I think that's, that's one of my favorite lines. Yeah, well, the, I ain't a Slim Thug, I, but it's not even the right cadence for that. No, for no, that, I, song. that song's too fast. And I believe it's the first lines of the song. Yeah, it's early on. It's going to be one of his singles then. No, it's not a single, really. 
No? I remember. I remember. It's it's definitely not pushing. It. It's definitely not hustling. This is one of my favorite tracks ever. Doesn't even yeah. know the line. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I knew the name. I mean, I no, know no, the I'm song. making fun of. I'm making fun of myself, not you. Um, but uh, I mean, that's potentially one of its top five bars. So what do we got here? We got uh, where is where is this at? This is going to drive me crazy now. I mean, just Hang Google on. it. It, 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 it's the, you know what it's funny and i was just listening to this and when you said that i thought of it because i've been listening to this album and it's the song that comes right after oh, that. okay yeah it's my time with life jennings remember life jennings? i love life jennings super dope yeah this is the one here i'm a fat man push your hat back push your hat back man um there we go. A, a little Ross to play him out. Yeah. Play us out. What does that even what mean? What does that even mean? What does that even mean? Bill O'Reilly? Hey. Get out of here. Get out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck out Episode 96. Almost up to that hundo. 96 in the books. But a boom, boom, cha.